What's going on, everybody? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 3, Episode 3. Uh, sorry, um, I had to delay the show a couple of days, or at least, well, more time than I thought it would be, because I've just been very, very busy. And today, we have Warren, who's been gone for a couple of weeks, because he was out there, you know, having sex with a bunch of porn stars, getting money, and getting bitches, right? Oh, Lord. Uh I just have a grown-up job now. That's all. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why do you get a job? Like, what do you need a job for? You know? I I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to have EBT cards. I'm sorry. Mm. Dude, here being homeless is like one of the best things ever. You can eat out of trash cans whenever you want to, sleep wherever you want. Bed bugs, rats nibbling on your toes. That sounds like life. What are you talking crawling about? over you, <laughs> ne- never taking a shower for months on end. <laughs> It's all sound like good things to me. I I don't see what the Fleas issue and is. Ticks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a bunch of homeless women you can sleep with. There, there's <sighs> the bright side oh, to everything. And there's a plethora of STDs I can get too. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you get EBT for free. You can get free health care. You know, it sounds like the life right there. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. I can also be uh labeled uh clinically insane too. <laughs> Would you go insane if you were homeless in New York? Actually, yeah, it's terrible, especially when it's like 10 degrees. <laughs> oh, god, dude, yeah, like for the homeless people, I always feel so bad when it's cold because oh, like, that feels like too. shit. Like, I, I feel genuinely like bad. Like, I know, I do too. They're, they're, they're uh, no, no joke, and you know, not being funny, there's mm-hmm. always like at least five to ten deaths during the winter, like because they just find them, they just die of hypothermia or just that's fucking crazy, dude. Yep. But why don't they go and stay in homeless shelters? Because, dude, it's not, homeless safe. Sh- it's not safe in yeah. a homeless shelter? No, what because the fuck? it's like, it's kind of like a prison. Like, people are like, you know, they're like, this is my area. I, I, I don't <laughs> want it. And, you know, people get, people get harassed and even raped and stuff. And it's not, they're, they're not really safe. Homeless shelters aren't as good as people think they are. Dude, that's fucking crazy, man. That is fucking nuts. Warren, what's up, MSK and Warren? What's up, hey, Tony? Tony? How you doing, man? What's up, Famolitas? How you doing, man? That's some right-wing propaganda. <laughs> AK Warren kills them. Holy shit. Right in the first show, Warren comes back. People always assume you're just out, out there just taking yeah, people out. Yeah, I'm working for Warren. Russia. You know it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude, so what have you been doing, honestly, since you've been gone? Uh, I've just been working. I've been watching the games, though. You, okay. I have not watched any any any. I, I once That's I saw T- games right there. <laughs> once I saw TSM was like I was like okay, I'll wait till next split. This is over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, once, I'm done. Uh, okay, I'll say this. I've, I haven't got a chance to watch the very last weeks of EU's games because I was going to do two separate episodes for the Cloud9 podcast for this week, right? One for NA and one right. for uh, EU. So I'm almost done watching Weeks 8's games. And I'll, dude, I'll say right now, um, it, I feel bad for SK Gaming. They lost too many games early on to make up the difference later on, you know? Because uh, they ended up defeating Rogue in the Super Week on Week and, 8. And, and they beat um, MSF, too. Yeah, like if they had just not lost a few of those games where they were actually winning earlier on in the split when it like first started, they probably would have made playoffs over Team Vitality. Now that's fucking scary to think about, dude. Well, uh, you know, 
I'm I'm now a huge SK fan, so you know I've been an SK fan. Oh my uh, goodness! But, but uh, it's I'm I'm hopeful. Uh, you know the I I am I kind of thought Vitality. I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna break down, but Vitality is a big disappointment to me. So. Vitality is fucking trash. Let's just be honest. Vitality is fucking trash, dude. I'm picking XL when I, when I do that EU show later on this week. Actually, right. when I'm I guarantee you guys right now I'm not even capping. I am picking XL. Vitality look like shit. Like dude, think, Vitality looks like absolute dog shit. I think Purse has had a great split. Honestly, I, I think Purse has looked fine. Honestly, so you I don't think, think he's looking that is bad. He's not good. I thought he was good. He played good when I picked him in my All Pro team we did last year for like the summer. I thought he played good then. He's just completely regressed. Self-made's running around with his fucking head cut off. Then you have Alfari, who's like still the same Alfari, gets a lane lead, just throws it away or just doesn't do anything with it. Perks is just above average, probably it's like a top four key. mid. Yeah. And but like a player like Perks's style right now, since he has to play more supportive, like he can't really do anything with that. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing he can do that can really get his team to the next edge like they barely squeaked into playoffs that is really really scary the fact that's, that they barely squeaked in the playoffs that's disgusting they're about to get knocked down in the first round and if they lose it. the first round they're out they don't, they don't have another chance too compared to all the other teams because I, I know you got to get into lcs and i'm just gonna say this you're fine dude. they spent they spend the most money on that team yeah like, I, i'm no you i know, know jack did not sell perks for no fucking cheap contract yeah, no, that man not got cheap. paid is not cheap <laughs> Selfmade, well, Selfmade was already there. Carsey is not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, they actively wanted to buy out Carsey, remember? They actively wanted to get him. I was like, him? You guys are trying think, to get like Han I, I Sama? Think Kai, I think Kaiser and Carsey are one of those like duos that need to stay together. Yeah. Because you, you, Unforgiven, he's showed promise with... Kaiser. Yeah, Unforgiven's good. It's sad that he doesn't get he to make like, playoffs. He looks like he's played Uncle fine. Fester, though, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is the thing. Is like you you see how Compass performed on Rogue. He's been like one of the best ADCs. Yeah, in the league. bro. Rogue is like the Indianapolis Colts. They go they go fourteen <laughs> and th- they go fourteen and four, and then they get knocked out in the first. Odawame is going to retire without ever getting a championship. Mark my words. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say this. This title right here, this spring split for the LEC 2022, if he doesn't win a title this time around, He's he, retired. it's done. It's done. Because la- there was a good chance that Roe could have won two titles last year. Roe could have won both titles last year. EU was that free. G2's out here fucking sucking balls. Fnatic's out here like having roster shifts every single fucking split. You know, it, it, they could have won two titles last year. The the teams that I think that can win this year are Fnatic and Rogue. I don't like, dude. I love G two, but they they have so many it's so, it's so many issues, man. Yeah, but like two in playoffs can be. Remember, like that's why I don't like best of ones, man. Like yeah, best like, ones are a horrible indicator of strength, dude. Yeah, like because like freaking SK beat Rogue. Think about that, man, and. Pretty, pretty convincingly. Pretty convincingly too. It wasn't like, yeah, it was I was like, like holy shit. <laughs> they didn't have like the chem Drake because that's. <laughs> that's <laughs> and and they didn't have the fucking game where basically G two just threw it as hard as they could. That's like 
going outside, there's this fucking naked porn star just basically just throwing it, throwing it at you every single fucking minute, trying to get you to eat her out. And you're like, you know what? No, I'm gonna have sex with a penguin. <laughs> Dude, I saw that G2 Misfits game. I, I I wanted to go outside and just fucking end it all. I wanted to just jump off a cliff. I was like, all right, you guys, you guys are actually trash. And yeah, then you have people that fucking cap so hard. Like, dude, I could be a fan of a team, but if the players are playing bad, I'm not capping for that shit. Like, I don't get why people do that though. Why do people cap so hard for some of these players? It's like you could admit they're playing bad. It is I like I don't know. Like it feels like people are like fucking dissolute like delusional when it comes to like if the player that they think is good is playing bad. Like during this split, I did not think Team Vitality would, would be that bad. I after week two when they bounced back a little bit, I was like, they're they're Bro, fucking trash. When 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 Sean was on here and I was <laughs> here before, I said to you guys, remember what happened with MSF? They made up this super team and look what happened. It failed. <laughs> Like the thing is, being a Warren's just being a prophet again no, for like the fiftieth time. No, it's not even being a prophet, man. It's just like you don't. You have to have hope, dude. You have to hope. You know. Like, the thing about okay, the thing what made G two so special for those what was it two was it two, two like, years? Three years? Yeah, it was three years. Is that they had people in their prime, and like some people mm-hmm. took a backseat, but they had like two like. Wonder took a backseat, and Yankos took a backseat, for sure, mm-hmm. right? Okay, now, most teams, like, I, I don't know if you just saw, but uh, Astralis just got rid of Promiscu and... I saw that, yeah. And wh- White Knight, I don't know why they got rid of That was the dumbest, that's dumb, I don't know. I guess he decided to leave, but they got White Knight left. Promiscu was stealing paychecks mm-hmm. like a, like a, you know... <laughs> <laughs> a black person not paying for child support. So. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. Like, but like, White Knight is, I would say, an, an average top player, but he does his job, right? And you knew mm-hmm. that, like, like De, De jour, he was getting better in Kave. So, okay, you know you know your role. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need superstar. You just need people to do their role properly. You need just... to... A few good standout players, like the carry players, you know. And that's a problem. Yeah. That was a problem with the Stralis. They had no carry players. They had a bunch of role playing players, you right. know. Two and that just doesn't work. Is all you need. Two, mm-hmm. like look at look at SKT. You know, if 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 Faker does bad, they have Goma UC. That guy's just a freak of nature. You know what I mean? Good God, <laughs> that's not even an ADC. That that that's just a god. Right. <laughs> And like you know, you know Gen G, they got Chovy and they got Ruler, mm-hmm. so you're good. Like you're good. And one, like, you have Showmaker, you have fucking Canyon, and they have yeah. just role players. Because if you have too many players like that, it just creates a massive amount of conflict. Not even just like player to player wise, it's just conflicting play style wise. Because League is just not that not that kind of game where superstar teams are just gonna dominate. Like just have what they think they're gonna have. You know what I mean? Right. And. <laughs> okay, here's why I stopped. Sorry, Vinay guy. This is why I stopped watching it. When I saw Fly Quest was at the top, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Okay, no way Sneaker Bar fair. is gonna be no way Sneaker Bar is gonna be at the top of LC. To nah. be fair, to be fair, they they, they have been playing good ish. Nah. They've been nah. playing okay. Okay, I, I've even said this. They are only playing this well because all the teams with the better players are just fucking choking their asses off. 
I did say that. It, every single time FlyQuest is good, it's because the other teams with the better players are winning. Or, sorry, every time FlyQuest is good, it's only because the teams with the better players are just sucking. Okay. That's, that's all okay. it amounts to, generally. No no cap. Yeah, not, not to try like a, sound like a Zoomer, no cap. TL would have been better with Jensen than Bjergsen. For this roster they have with Buipo? Yes. Bjergsen's been playing more of a supportive style. Like, and do you know what's crazy? Because we're we're gonna do our all pro teams very soon for at least LCS. EU will be. Well, I ain't gonna be a part of that. But all all, all I'm gonna, all I'm gonna, you're gonna see me send each team clown, 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 (laughs) clown, and clown. That's all I'm gonna put. (laughs) Dude, even for EU, like some of these all pro teams, we're gonna have to come up with are just fucking whack. Like, nah, who's top, dude. Who's the top winner you, you you pick for like EU? Who's the top? Oh, Wonder, for? really? But Wonder and Odawamne, probably. Wonder, and... Wonder definitely, Wonder definitely stepped up his game. Like, mm-hmm. just compared to Wonder, you're gonna um, pick fucking Gen X and shit. He's been fucking shit in the bed the whole split. No, his laning phase actually has been good. It's just he's surrounded by like the, they got that new guy, Sardis, mm-hmm. and then Gilius had a slow start. Mm-hmm. Honestly, which is really weird because I thought Gilius would have been a great fit. Um, but I would say Wonder, Odawamne, Broken Blade for sure. Not the not and uh, Herod. Those are my four. The last one is hard. I can't. Well, I mean, for top lane, so. dude. For for L- LCS, like me and Sean were talking about the All Pro teams, like the MIP award, Most Improved Player, MVP. It's like. For LCS, who do you pick as the best midlander, Bjergsen? But that is isn't like because he's been f- dominating the whole competition. He's been dog you know? shit. Even I'm, I like Bjergsen, but he's been he should have stayed a coach. <laughs> <laughs> like, who do I pick as my old pro? Like Reginald. Pal- Reginald. Yeah, he he needs to be doing other things besides playing league right now. A lot a lot of other things should be secured. Concerned. I wonder if he slapped his dick on employees when he got up. So like <laughs> Neil. Wow. <laughs> So I'll ask you. So since you only watch the TSM games, um, what do you think about TSM and their uh, worst split ever? Isn't like by far and away their worst split ever. That's not even close. I think if they were gonna go with international players, they should have spoke some. I think communications problem. I think if they had like say European imports, like you know, kind of like what Sing Liquid did, like. I don't know, maybe, I guess if they had Odawamne, mm-hmm. White Knight would have been better than Huni. <laughs> Let's be honest. Dude, a- any team keeping Huni is, like, automatically telling me you're not trying to win shit. Um, you know? I, like, like uh, I think I was watching I Will Dominate along with uh, Thorne, and they brought up a good point. TSM got money. How come they only get, like, Shenny and Kukadui, Kiedo, you fucking. Kiedo, uh, you know, Ting Tong, Ching okay. Chong, Bing Bong, Ling Long. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Hey, 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 I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you. Okay, so what what, what do you call Showmaker if he's Chinese? Egg roll. Shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here. The best way I can explain it, dude, by everything that they've said, obviously, is they didn't want to... They said the money that they were putting into LCS wasn't worth it. They wanted to kind of conserve their money, right? So, 
the roster was going to look something like Double Lift, Vulcan, and Jensen, right? If they didn't get Bjergsen. But then that plan fell through. So they literally opted into getting Kyoto, Shani, Tactical. Tactical's you know I mean? fine. Like, Tactical's uh, fine. I think he, he, he can be hit or miss, though, right? My, my thing is, is they should have, they should like, and as much as Sean has been preaching, they should have gotten Can V. Take Can V. If you're going to really go any town, take Tactical, and then probably get like an or, EU. Or you sound kind of low. Oh, probably get like an EU top, mm-hmm. get like Can V, and an EU mid from the ERLs. I think it's communication they, issues. They, they should have imported a top. There's no good top prospects in NA right now. That's why Jenkins made it to LCS. That's why Fink Jenkins of all it. people, this dude who was so ass. Yes. Team Liquid said, "You know what? Yeah, there's a reason why we're playing with this guy. He's actually good." It's like, no, he's not. Because if he was that good, you'd keep him for your fucking roster this year. Like people are just bullshitting you, dude. Like, I can't believe some of these orgs actually just bullshit also, people. It just blows my mind, man. Also, when I saw that, like, uh, LS got fired, which I was, like, happy beyond belief. And then I saw I saw 100 Ts. It's like, they're doing garbage. So what, what are they going to do? They're going to get rid of Abadage? Because it was Demonte was a problem before, remember? They got to keep now, it consistent. Abadage's been arguably the worst mid laner. Arguably. Well, this is also in the same field of, like, Palafox, fucking, um, yeah, he's just about as bad as Palafox this split, and Kyoto, honestly. Yeah, so being really honest, he's been as bad as Kyoto, he's been as bad as Palafox, he's been as bad as fucking, um, uh, the other fucking guy I just said. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah, he's been, been, he's been fine. pretty. PoE's been fine, relatively. I don't get why TSM just didn't keep PoE, but PoE has this thing to do to just jumping around from team to team. He never stays on a team more than longer a season, which is just odd. You know what I mean? I I didn't think he was that bad on TSM last year. I thought he was fine overall. He he should have been all pro first mid laner in spring of last year. He got cucked by perks. Nah. Goodbye. <laughs> And then in summer, I thought he played fine. I thought he was one of the reasons why TSM had that impressive record. I, I just don't get it. Like, I understand TSM's perspective, okay? You don't want to spend that much money on LCS, but at least get two good enough players to at least keep you in playoff contention, right? Because, dude, they had Tactical before in 2019, so if they thought Tactical was good, why would you give him over to Team Liquid, though? That doesn't make any sense. That means they they uh, have no, they got this guy as a budget option because they're have it's like they're, if there's a hole in your fucking wall and you're trying to take that shit up as hard as you can to have the fucking get a, a guy who can obviously fix it. He seems like a player that they just got just because not because they really wanted him, but just because he was like the only thing available that they could have. Obviously, well, no other team would take him. Well, remember, remember, uh, tactical played with uh, treats. Uh, uh, treats and speaker in academy, so their synergy is supposed to be there, right? I yeah. think I think the problem, like I said, I don't know. It's just I'm gonna be real with you guys. I saw an LCS game, like I can't do it this season, guys. <laughs> I'm not even. I, I, Sean, I'm not even kidding. I have not. I've only, I've only watched maybe three games. I've just watched EU and LPL. I, I can't. Uh, well, I you, can't. you didn't like that wait, 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 hold Guardians on. Versus did you, TSM did you see- game. You saw that World Elite versus IG game this this morning, early on? Yes, I almost wanted yes. to have a stroke. I almost had a stroke. That shit was <laughs> awful. Holy shit. That made me want to stop being an IG fan. 
I'll tell you guys, you want to see some quality League of Legends? Watch World Elite versus IG. That shit is just... That's world's that, contention like, material did you not, right there. Did you not like that Riven game, man? That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, dude... I like, remember how he did the Alistar? He did the pulverize. He pulverized Aphelios away from the team so they couldn't burst him. I was like, okay, that, that guy's just inting. That guy's literally just inted his ass off right there. And they were like, yeah, okay, no man, ching chong ramen. We're done. Ching chong, ling long, bing bong, ching chong. <laughs> if you guys want to see, like, actual world quality League of Legends play, watch IG versus Team World Elite. That shit was, that shit had me dead. The casters were so disappointed with the games, they started talking about their own tweets on Twitter that's more important than talking about the actual game itself. That's Just what saying. I love about LPL. They, 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 they rip into those players like, like freak. LP, dude, LPL's not been that good either, man. I, I watch LPL like as I'm going to bed. The quality's been uh, bad, man. Uh, Warren, don't uh, you be V5 capping. Is looking, v, no, V5 is looking. Fucking capping, motherfucker. They're, Why are you they're, capping? They're, they're, top, of the, they're top of the standings. I, I, because of Carson Rookie. The other players are like, they're, I mean, okay. Rook, yeah, but that's Rookie all you need. Look good. Wait, what, I mean, what do you mean? You don't, what do you mean? Their bot lane's good. What? Th thank you. PP card's good. Oh, PP. Oh, no. And Votek has popped team. off. Oh, wait, I, I'm out of the wrong team. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Top esports, they have not looked that good. No, top esports is in the top five now. Top four, top five. They're actually. struggling in a lot of their games. Do a lot they of games. Okay, well, that though. one I can agree with, but that's because you know it's they're top five. But like, come on, man, their, their games have been really sloppy. Like, well, well that's like, what happens when you have fucking Jackie Love on your team. He's like a coin oh flip ADC. <laughs> Dude, the games they let fucking Uzi play, that's like a work of art right there. This man still got it. Uzi is fucking still pounding yeah, it out. Doggo fucking kicks his ass, man, all day, every day. Are you Doggo's agent or something? Uh. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Holy shit. All right. Um, I want to go over something for you guys right now. Um, so it's been a while since the LCS has allowed fans actually to come by. And today it was announced that the LCS is welcoming fans back for the LCS 2022 spring split playoffs. There's the article right here, which we will be reading. Let me make this bigger for a lot of you guys right now. Okay. So LCS welcomes back fans for spring playoffs. LCS bring... LCS Spring Playoff tickets available next week. TLDR. Tickets to attend LCS Spring Playoff at the LCS Studio in Santa Monica, California go on sale March 17th. Tickets to attend Finals Weekend at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas will be available later this month. The wait is finally over. For the first time since, since March 2020, the LCS will have fans in attendance at its in-person events tickets to attend all spring playoff matches at the LCS studio in Santa Monica will go on sale March 17th with tickets to the LCS finals at NRG stadium following later this month, beginning with games on April 2nd fans will be stage side as their favorite teams and players compete for a trip to Houston tickets to LCS studio matches start at $20 per person for general admission each or $35 per person for front row seats while supplies last. 
Although the LCS studio closed its doors to fans over two years ago, our teams have played on. Cloud9 ended a six-year championship drought by winning two spring splits. TSM made a miraculous lower bracket run to win their LCS record seventh championship, the performance doubling as a swan song for Bjergsen and Doublelift Historic Players partnership. And 100 Thieves broke the old guard's hedge money on ultimate LCS glory, hanging the first red banner above the studio stage when they took home an LCS trophy last summer. Now fans will once again add their voices to these epic moments, elevating them with the cheers, gasps, and chants from the stands that we all love. Well, maybe not the ward kill celebrations. Next week, we'll provide more information on the LCS Spring Finals, including what attendees can expect at NRG stadiums. Until then, welcome back to the LCS. We've missed you. The health and safety of players, staff, and fans of our top priority. Sorry, the health and safety of players, staff, and fans are our top priority. We want to keep butts in seats. Thanks, Flowers. And in order to do so, there are some ground rules for attendees. Oh, what's up? What's up? Uh, oh, my goodness. Holy shit. What's up? Uh, Desh. Atar Desh. Not just kidding. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm just fucking with you, dude. What's up, man? How you doing, dude? Uh, TSM without beard, lol. Blabber's a junk goat. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Ha have a good night, man. Have a good night, dude. Been nice seeing you, dude. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, press the dark oak. What's up, man? Let me answer one in the private chat. No, hmm. everything's good for me. All right, in order to get in the door, anyone with a ticket is required to either show proof of vaccination status or provide a negative COVID test within 48 hours of the event. Lastly, masks are required while indoors. We'll have some on hand in case you forget yours. So it's awesome to have uh, fans come back. Uh, for the LCS 2022 Spring Split Playoffs. Um, currently right now for the LEC, they're still not allowing fans. I'm not sure about the LCK. I haven't got a chance to really uh, watch the LCK for the LCK 2022 Spring Split. My knowledge on that has been definitely very limited. I have to pretty much grind a lot of the games, or at least from the top tier teams for the LCK to split. I'm pretty sure they're not allowing fans right now because COVID got a little bit worse over there for them. LPL was allowing fans, but, um, you know, they kind of stopped that. So LCS is attempting to bring back fans. I don't know how long this will actually be given the landscape of COVID right now. But I think this is a good thing, obviously, to bring fans back. Like, I was watching some of the games um, earlier uh, today on my phone like some of these older past games that just get like really really hype because like fans elevate the experience of wanting to play good because you want to play good in front of a crowd and I think it's good to obviously have the crowds back for playoffs because playoffs is uh, very very meaningful to a lot of players that obviously reach the playoffs and they want to do well in playoffs and show off the best capabilities that they can do amongst the crowd and it's good to have uh, the playoffs take place in the studio and then obviously, you know, have the finals take place in uh, Houston, Texas. Obviously, right now, I don't know when I'll be able to actually attend. I'm pretty sure I won't be able to attend uh, when they allow fans back overall. But hey, maybe summer split, I can finally make my LCS uh, debut return back in the crowd. Because 
I'll be honest with you here, guys. Um, going and watching the games live is like one of the best experiences uh, you could ever have. You know, I've did it several, several times and I've enjoyed every single time. Pictures with the players, pictures with the, with the teams, meeting all the personalities you see on YouTube. It, it, it's just amazing to go and see the games live. And I absolutely love it. And I'm glad that fans can come back because like having fans there just elevate the game overall. And I'm glad that they can now get uh, fans back in. And I hope it can last for quite some time. You know, as the landscape of COVID right now is very, very difficult to manage. So I just hope right now they can obviously, you know, keep this afloat for as long as they can. All right. So that pretty much covers that. I'm going to bring up the uh, LCS 2022 spring split standings right now. And then we'll be going over that. Give me a moment. And here we go right now. So let's go to this right here. So here are the standings for the LCS 2022 Spring Split currently right now. We are on week... Yeah, we're going to be on... Give me a sec. There's stupid ads right here. So we're going to be on week six, obviously. Let me keep that open. So TSM right now are currently two and nine. CLG are currently three and eight. Immortals are four and seven. Golden Guardians are five and six. Evil Geniuses are also five and six. Dignitas, 5 and 6. 100 Thieves, 6 and 5. FlyQuest, 7 and 4. Cloud9 and Team Liquid tied for first at 9 and 2. So, obviously, right now, uh, TSM got a win against Golden Guardians. Like, Golden Guardians have had a really rough past week overall. Like, Golden Guardians were a team where they had a really good start to the early game. Like, a lot of their, a lot of their decision-making was pretty good in their early game. And, like, it's just kind of fallen apart, you know, for them this past week. I hope that in week six, they can actually bounce back. I think they're still one of the better teams right now for the LCS. And it's pretty much a lock they can make playoffs. If they can just get a few more wins. But you don't want to be, obviously, dropping wins, you know, to TSM. Like, that could, like, literally make or break them getting into playoffs because... Immortals is only literally, you know, one game behind them. Like, I'm pretty sure CLG and TSM are not going to be doing anything uh, significantly enough to make playoffs right now. But, you know, we'll see how it goes, actually. But, yeah, uh, TSM got a win against Golden Guardians. I mean, it was a complete and utter fiesta of a game for TSM to get their uh, second win of the season. Like, it just feels like TSM doesn't really know what they're doing. You know, a lot of times, like, how to play for objectives, like, when they should expect to, to get dove, when should they actually go for a dive themselves, when should they really, like, actively use their comp to, like, the fullest potential. Just doesn't obviously seem yeah. like they really know, like, what they're really doing. It just feels like they're just playing just solo queue. Like, it's just five random dudes on the fucking stage. I'll ask you, Sean. What do you think about TSM after this week overall? Um, fucking dog shit. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's I mean, again, I'm, again, takeover uh, contracts are more plain like uh, how I thought they would before the season started. They're getting a bit better now. And yeah, like takeover looked great in that game. And that's basically why they won. So yeah, hopefully he keeps playing that way because I like takeover. Yeah, I mean, Actually, the, he played good in that Golden Guardians shit. game. 
Yeah, he played good in that Golden Guardians game, yeah. but in that FlyQuest game, because I'm pretty sure they, they played FlyQuest this past week, right? Uh, it, well, he looked fine in FlyQuest. What do you mean? Was that when he was, when he was playing Ari? He looked... Okay, that was his first actual official L- LCS game, right. so he, I kind of let that didn't, slide. It like, cost him anything. He yeah, like, serviceable. It's better to have him over Kiedo right now, is what I'll say. But TSM season is pretty much... I'd say done for right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what can they really do, honestly? Because uh, they, they are the worst place. team. They can chase 10th place. <laughs> no, oh, they're yeah. dead. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. I, I, like, it just feels like they don't really know what they're doing around the map at all. And Spika can't do anything. It feels bad for, for Spika going from, like, MVP caliber to a team like this, you know? Like, if I was Spika and I saw the roster before you know, that they were trying to get him to play on, I would have been like, fuck this. <laughs> you know, like, I'll just be at Academy. Because, like, what's the point of being on this TSM roster if you're going to look this bad? You know what I mean? And a lot of people are just going to blame the jungler anyway. You know? Hooney, he played all right in one of their recent games. Like, he, Hooney had a, probably his best week. You know? And that's not saying much. If Hooney's having his best week, like, they brought back in Shenny. Their bot lane still looks pretty... Eh, you know, like for TSM going into the LCS 2022 summer split, I'd say just make roster changes. This this is not working out. And, you know, if they don't make roster changes, that means they just want to be right there in 10th place. And I'm pretty sure they don't want to be right there in 10th place. Obviously, just make roster changes. It, it, it's too late to do it right now. It won't make any difference because you have what? Two, you have essentially, yeah. Rough, yeah, also after this week, you have two more weeks left left in gameplay because there's no more week nines anymore. So you have essentially three weeks left of gameplay. You have two, four, six games left. You ju- just make roster changes when this shit is over. You know, that's it. There's, there's really nothing else to really do with this roster. Like, I get it. They tried out an experiment with LDL players. It, it's not working out. They're not, guys, I, if you see a thank, a thank you Kieto video after the split's over or a post on her Twitter. Don't be surprised. Also, don't be surprised if you see a thank you, a Shenny post on Twitter <laughs> or a video. God. Don't be surprised. Don't Sh- be surprised. Listen, Sh- Shenny, Shenny was jealous of all the times contracts died, so he's trying to beat his record. <laughs> Holy shit. Also, if you see a thank you, Hooney, you know, post on Twitter, like, if you're a TSM fan, I I genuinely feel bad. I didn't think they they fall down this hard. Like I thought their roster would have been at least no. around Immortals level at yeah, least. I, I didn't think much of their roster. I did think the Chinese players would play good though. And I mean, I think they are still good. It's just like a culture dif- culture difference and like yeah, different play styles. I think um. Like, they would probably be on LPL teams right now. So, I don't think it's them, really. But, Dude, Kieto could I go. I mean, I gave them, like. <sighs> yeah, like, I mean, oh, fuck. <laughs> they <laughs> so have you, Cal. Southwind. <laughs> Puffin Southwind. If you tell me you have Puffin <laughs> Southwind, good. Oh, sure. you, you, Cal no, is fucking great. What? You, Cal <laughs> is a great player, right? He's I thought you, Cal. He. Handedly. Yeah. I don't know, man. No, you count is amazing. You know why? Because he now he, he single handedly uh, 
eliminated Griffin for them, and then uh, got that one <laughs> team in LCK who then t- who then turned into Notion. So he brought back Notion <laughs> single-handedly. He's a legend. <laughs> Ryan, what's up, man? Uh, move Speaker to uh, to other teams. Well, Speaker's contract ends up this year. Speaker will not be staying on TSM after this year. I guarantee you of it. He'll try to go to a different org. Guarantee you. But yeah, that's my thing about TSM. If, if you guys see um, thank you uh, posts on their Twitter page or thank you videos on their YouTube channels, uh, don't be surprised. This is just a horrible result, you know? Now, I know a lot of fans are going to go, okay, why don't you just give it more time? Guys, there's not enough time in life to be given things more time that are already failing, you know? There's but, nothing no, you can really do. Method, all right, we should give Puff and Southwind more time. Oh, yeah, that prime quality players right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I mean, you could get Jensen, but would Jensen want to play for TSM? I mean, I don't know. You could get Jensen. You could get Jazuke. I mean, someone said bring in Ignar. I think Ignar was a fine player last yeah, year. I think I Ignar think... and Jazuke would play for TSM. The rest, I don't think so. Like, Jazuke or Niski, Ignar, um... Tactical, it's like, again, fine I, I if you want to keep him. I don't, I don't think Niski or Jensen would want to play for TSM. <laughs> oh, oh, so they'll have to just settle for Jizuke. I like it. So if they just settle, okay, like they can get three of those players. Jensen, Niski, or Jizuke. Insert whichever one you want. Um, They can keep Tactical. Tactical is fine, mm-hmm. I guess. Like if that's... I, I No, they should not keep him. <laughs> I mean, he's the best option they have right now for an NA player. They they should have kept Cody Sun and just started him. He would be better. They had Cody Sun. They're like, you know what? You're not good enough. Let, let's get tactical. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, well, I would, I would keep takeover. Do you, like for for Shenny? I I don't know about this guy. Like Shenny makes great engages, but. Nothing he can do with his engages matters for a team like TSM because yeah. all the players don't follow up and their decision-making is bad. And anytime he does make an engage, they just go on the wrong time and then it's just all, it's all fucked up. So mm-hmm. just for, for top laners, uh, they could have had licorice. They could have had licorice, but they're, they, they opted in for Hooney. Holy motherfuck. Yeah, they could have had impact the year before. Hi, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, expect <laughs> a change for TSM. Dude, expected like, honestly, change for Vulcan, TSM. I think, is like the best support right now. I would say expected change for TSM. I would expect it in, I don't know which area, but they'll be making changes. Man, quote, come back and quote me on this. They will be making changes. Uh, CLG, I, I, I think the expectations for CLG were just a little bit too high with some of these new players coming into the league. Well, you have the one new player coming to the league, which is just obviously Luger. Uh, Poom, he played for 100 Thieves. For a little bit there, back during the LCS 2020 summer split, he played a little bit. He's still technically a rookie. He had a rookie bot lane. I think Luger is actually good. I genuinely think Luger is good. But there's nothing else here. Palfox just looks lost around the map. Contracts is just bad. And Jenkins just sucks. This is just a bad roster. Like... I know Jenkins were like, yeah, we're a full developmental roster. It doesn't really matter, though. What are they going to develop into? Trash? 
They'll literally just develop into garbage. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I would keep their bot lane and maybe if uh, Contracts wakes the fuck up, but otherwise Too get late. rid of those three. Contracts is fucking eating crack or some shit. I don't know. Does Contracts I mean, do drugs? I mean, I don't know. His, his, his last three games were actually good if he played more like that, but he doesn't. Like, even the games he plays good, he's still a, a huge coin flip player. Like, yeah, yeah, that and also just compared to the rest of the league, he's probably the worst because, like, who, who's worse than him? Yeah, like, um, I can't, th 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 there's no one worse yeah, than him. Even say on his bad days looks better than contracts. Yeah, like, Pride Stalker's easily, like, I'd say Pride Stalker is potentially a top three jungler right now. Inspired's better, of Riv course. Riv River's better. River, I would say, is ninth right now, but he's still better. Uh, yeah, closer, closer still course, better. Bezzer, Jose, Jose Diodos, yeah, way better. Like fucking <laughs> blabber, way better. Centaur, so way they better. have the worst jungler in the league. They have prop. They have either the worst mid or the second worst mid, and they definitely have the worst top laner outside of Fake God. But like, I get it. You have a de a developmental roster, and you want to give them time. But certain developmental rosters, if you don't really see the ceiling anywhere. What's the point? I don't get the point of that. That's so that's just so fucking stupid. You know? They essentially have like pretty much like bottom three players and like a lot of the key roles that you don't need to have bottom three players in certain key roles. So that's CLG. Uh Immortals. They actually almost beat Team Liquid. And then Arrow decided to just not not go with his team. You know? That that they almost beat Team Liquid. And Arrow decided to just do crack. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that was an idiotic call any either way. Whoever made that call should be just released right now. <laughs> it, it was on a, it, it was probably like Xerxay, I bet. He does that all the time on his teams. It's like, oh, guys, yeah, we can end. It's like, I oh, know we should just get bare. No, 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 let's end. Let's end. Hell yeah. It's like, ah, shit. Like, I get it. Arrow's a big improvement over Wild Turtle. And... I still think people are a little bit overrating Arrow to a certain extent, my own personal opinion. But yeah, but he's better. They look better with Arrow, but they almost beat Team Liquid, and they were also losing in kills and losing in gold to a certain extent, and almost beat Team Liquid. They're like, you know what? Because that could have been a game if they had beat Team Liquid this uh, this past week. That could have easily, or probably, that probably would have secured them playoffs right right there. You beat a top tier team that you weren't really supposed to beat. <laughs> I hope they don't make playoffs. If they don't make playoffs because they threw off that game, that is fucking, that is uh, sad. This is a ninth to eighth place team, and I'm glad that they're playing like it right now. That's because should. you got blocked by Destiny. Why are you such nope. a hater? I predicted eighth to ninth place at the start of the season. Their name value, nothing else. And yet, yes, Destiny is trust. Don't worry, I'm doing tier lists of all the LCS and LEC players this season. But uh, speaking of that, let's show the first one I did here. Sure. I want to. Yeah, this is top lane tier list. This is my tier list for top laners. I gave a description as well. All right, so Summit, Giga Chat, the only games he looks poorly in is when he gets camped 50 times. That <laughs> is actually true. <laughs> Puipo, excellent but overrated as always, and inconsistencies in his biggest is his biggest negative. Someday, holy fuck, I guess the rest suck that bad. Someday actually has looked good, though. Like last year, yeah, but still, fuck. Yeah, dude, I'll be honest. With you, he actually does look good this split. Yeah, but like yeah, last so year, I agree. Does the rest need to be where he's third now? Oh, 
I'll say this. He looks good this split, and it's fine. I was going to have that. though. That was going to be my all-pro three top winners anyway, in that order. Licorice. Minus the game against Summit. That was so bad. It distracted me from his hair. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, to, yeah, and I, and I agree with you. Outside of the Summit game, where he got completely gapped hard as fuck, he actually has been performing pretty well for Golden Guardians. Impact. Dropped off after a lock-in and place. Too many safe champions. I'd agree. Kumo, the best out of the North American trash. <laughs> I, I, okay, this is Cap right here. This man is a Tenacity fucking fanboy. Oh my god. Why is Tenacity 7 that he's played no <laughs> games yet? Read the description. Read the description. So this is technically fucking 12th. I'm gonna count that. Uh, Tenacity has not played a game and is still better than everyone below him. That 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 is that 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 is Cap to the fullest fucking degree. Well, it's true because the rest are that bad. Holy shit. Revenge is not bad, but what is this organization obsession with such a below average replaceable guy? <laughs> What's up, Fujin? How you doing, brother? CLG is getting worse every year. Selling the spot would be better. That is, that, that is also fast. Yeah, but they don't want to because of its history. But uh, Number nine is Huni. Needs to be babysat for 20 minutes in early game just to not fall behind ADCS in lane. On one of his two champions, this guy is stealing paychecks, pretending to be a good weak side mentor. <laughs> Fake God. He is like White Knight, where one game he looks very like where he is like White Knight, where one game he looks like a solid weak side guy, despite his issues and benefits. The team then another game just loses 100 CS and a full tower in 10 minutes while doing nothing but eating burgers on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake God is easily the worst top laner. It's not even fucking... It's not even close, honestly. Like, Huni has been bad. No, no, there's a worse one. Read number 11. Jenkins makes MSK look good. Okay, it takes actual skill to be worse than Fake God. That takes actual legitimate skill. Yeah, people didn't factor that in. If you're actually worse than Fake God, that is skill. That's dude, Jenkins should be fucking on your list. He should be 10th in general. I like how there's 11 top laners on his list and it's only 10 in the league. <laughs> yeah, well, Tenacity's better than Oldham, sadly. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But yeah, yeah guys, if I that's... wanted to, I would add Darshan on there as well and say he's like six because <laughs> he's better than all these guys. Immortals, they had a close game against Team Liquid, but some of their gameplay, like I think they they have a good idea of what they want to do. It's just all about consistency for Immortals. Golden Guardians, they had a really really rough week. They got like just ass blasted by Cloud Nine. Um, they got like completely um. I would say ass blasted by TSM, but they should not have lost to TSM. They should not have lost to TSM. That is a mega tilting game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, bad. I don't. I don't know if it was the one I actually predicted or if it was the other, but I knew they would win a game this week. Just but evil geniuses. from a fluke, though. Evil geniuses. <clears throat> okay, for evil geniuses, because they had that against Cloud Nine the first time around. They they might have won if the game had yeah. swung in their favor. But this time around, the team fights were close against Cloud9, yeah. but everything else was Cloud9 favored. And they had to gank uh, Summit like a thousand times uh, what, to shut this well, guy that, down. Well, that's what I said. The Cloud9 series and lock-ins, they didn't even look that bad. Like, they lost all three, yeah, but they 
Like none of the players really played that bad. They they, they basically just like did nothing though against mm-hmm. CG. They didn't play poorly though. So yeah, I knew they were overrated. Uh yeah, again, after Lock and Impact inspired Jojo Peon just didn't play as well. And mm-hmm. Danny and Vulcan still playing as well as they did in Lock-In, just not in lane. But out of lane, though, I, like, I would honestly say that Vulcan's possibly the best support right now. Only mm-hmm. because Core JJ didn't play enough, though, where I, I, I would rank him number one. But Dignitas, they lost to FlyQuest. Now, this is the thing. It's the FlyQuest game that I wanted to talk about for Dignitas because... Like a lot of the team fights were clutch and close. This game could have been either way, though. This game could have been either way. It was nice to see FlyQuest bouncing back and having a 2 0 week. I'm still not really convinced on FlyQuest, but I'll say this though Dignitas making it into playoffs, they, they'll most likely make it in because of just how bad the rest of these teams are. Like Dignitas is pretty much competing with Golden Guardians and Immortals to get into playoffs. I think EG will at least become somewhat serviceable to get into playoffs. I don't think they'll like limp into playoffs or anything like that for team vitality. But I think that evil geniuses will get in and dig and toss is pretty much just competing with golden gardens and immortals potentially, because I think your playoff teams are cloud nine team liquid fly quest, a hundred thieves, evil geniuses, and it pretty much comes down to either Dignitas or Golden Guardians or Immortals that steals that sixth spot. I don't know who's going to steal that sixth spot yet, personally, but we'll see how it goes. 100 Thieves. I'm going to talk about 100 Thieves. Um, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these t- this this team. I, I, I don't know. Like, against CLG, they look like they were kind of coming back to somewhat of a form. But 100 Thieves just looks lost against playing a top-tier team like Cloud9 and Team Liquid. They even look lost playing up against FlyQuest. You know, someday, granted to someday, he's looked good throughout most of the split. Nothing wrong with this guy. Top three top laner in the league. And it's nice for someday to have this bounce back compared to 2021, where he was pretty much just the weak side top laner that was just a decent, serviceable rock player in the top lane. But they even gave someday Trinomir, and he still couldn't carry them. You know, like Trinomir's been a champion where if you give it to someday outside of every top laner league, if you give that guy Trinomir, it's a guaranteed win. If yeah. you can't even get his best champion and win on that and you look lost, I, I don't know what to say, honestly. Uh, yeah, like, I, I expect to see Dignitas fall down the rankings hard soon. Do you think Dignitas is going to make playoffs? There's no way. I don't believe so. I think, again, they got some early. It's sort of like uh, 100 Thieves in the spring split of 2021 where they looked off, but, you know, they kept winning because of just their competition. Yeah. Well, that, well, just because the other teams weren't ready. And then after, like, the first half of the split, then everybody got into form, and then they went into, like, sixth place. (laughs) That's that's what's going to happen with Dig, and I don't see them making playoffs. uh, Yeah, just, no, I like, besides, like, Fake God, I... Mm-hmm. don't think any of their players have like been playing bad well blue i still think is honestly like a 10th place mid laner in disguise <laughs> i still don't think he's that good but <laughs> but um i mean they, they haven't been playing bad it's just the rest of the competition you know just like uh Dignita- D- dude i swear dignitas and FlyQuest are getting so lucky right now but i'll say this yeah. for FlyQuest, they do have performers right now unlike dignitas dignitas is just scraping by no I, th- I think FlyQuest is a bit 
legit, I think, after they're, again, they're okay, team. solid team. No, like uh Jose Diodo's been great. Uh I, I think mean, yeah to Takuli I would say is like top three mid laner right now. Yeah, I'll, I was gonna have him doing my, his job yeah. as a yeah. Oh, you're gonna have him on? What? I was gonna have Takuli in my top three mid laners. He's he's uh, actually played nice. good. He's actually played good overall. Like he's played yeah, per- but... he's played fine. Kumo has like done his job. Swear to God, like, if you say better. fucking fudge, I'm throwing out this fucking call. <laughs> well, listen, we look at the mid lane pool. You know? <laughs> yeah, we. Avadagi's been playing like shit. JoJo Peon's been playing like shit. Blue is blue. Uh, Blaze Olive is a Blaze right? Olive. Fuck off. Like, seriously, <laughs> he's is top three. He might even be like top two. Or That's even so sad. One. That's yes, the- because the rest are that bad. Like, he's okay, been playing better than Bjergsen, putting, and I would put Bjergsen number one. We're putting an asterisk next to these fucking mid, these mid-laners yes, when we picked The mid-laner up. was, like, the strongest from NA because they kept importing them. This year, it's, it went from the best role to the worst easily. <laughs> like, Fudge might actually be the best in the league because it's that bad. Like, think about the only he's one not even like performing. He's not even like a star mid laner. He's no. just an, he's just doing his job as a mid laner. Yeah. You know, like, and like look, his competition is Takuli, which he dicked, and Bjergsen, who has <laughs> who he, he and Bjergsen, who he kind of dicked as well. Is not even like played good. He's just Bjergsen. He's just Bjergsen, just doing whatever. But Poe being your top three, like I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, fucking playing bad. Probably his team, but whatever. So for 100 these guys, uh closer. I think closer is trying his best to get this team wins. Like you see it in his gameplay. He's pathing good. He's making things happen around the map. Closer's actually been top three jungler, I think, this split, along with Santorin, along with Jose Diodo, Blabber. You know, I, I think closer legitimately. Closer and Someday have played good. Like none of what 100 these are going through right now is because of those two players. Abadage, I don't even know what to say anymore. That he's just trash. He's just yep. playing. This is his, this is even worse than some of his fucking Shaka No Fear splits. Even in when he was playing with Shaka No Fear, he believes try. He he believes, he believes yeah. try. He's not even yeah. trying anymore. Yeah, I told you the only time he played easily the best in the league in the first half of his first split in NA, and then after that he's played like shit. Like, it, dude, Fujin, I agree with you. If Abadage is not shit, he could be, the, like, the best mid in the league. But he's just been playing like trash. Like, th- okay, the only time this guy looks good is, is when he's is when he is on Ari. And Ari, I don't, I just don't, I'm not in love with the Ari pick like everyone else's. Because, yeah. like, what, what, Ari Would you get Niskian? <sighs> Probably. Th- th- like, th- that's the possibility. It was rumored before he has relations with Reapered. Oh, true, true. Uh, dude, I, I, I just don't know, honestly, man. Like, Yeah, but yeah, the, I agree with you, though. Ari, I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not, dude, the Ari pick only works when you're trying to make picks on the map, which is fine. That's what she does. But it feels like these teams are drafting Ari for their mid laner who's just underperforming, and just the champion's kit is getting them far. Uh, that's no, it. It's, it's not, not it's mid laners who are underperforming. I think it's actually just like mid laners stink. She's an OP champ just because it's like she's like comfortable and feels good to like carry with. She has nice pick when, potential. She has nice roam potential. Decent yeah, damage like if early you on. get her ahead, then it feels like you're doing a lot, but you're really not. She's not, really not yeah. that good. But dude, all the games they put Abadage on, on Ari, 
if he's not on Ari, which is a basic champion in in and of itself, but I mean, she has some decent skill level. He looks like ass. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. He, he he's just massively underperforming. I don't I know like what they're him gonna do. and who he have underperformed. Uh, like what happened to FBI and who he? This was by far and away F- the F- best F- bot lane. FBI is still playing great. It's his support. Yeah, like FBI is still playing good. I'll, I'll say that. But who he? Oh my god, man! Somebody's who, who he was. Who he was a very good support, but he was never a great one at all. He was just getting. He was just looking yeah. good with like his ADC and everything. Yeah, people were just like a little bit massively overrating him to a certain extent. But they had an all-around good team. Like, what do you do with them to help them improve? Either you make a roster change, which I don't always advocate for because some teams don't need it. Like, like sometimes it just depends on your coaching staff. Like, the coaching staff they have, because isn't their coaching staff like Freeze, Papa Smithy, and Reaper, and fucking Mithy? Like, you, you can tell through the facial expressions on the video cams that the players know they're playing like shit. It's like... Why does the game feel so hard for 100 Thieves? Like, what is going on? Like, are they not taking practices seriously? Because th- this is the thing, guys, but which is what a lot of you guys don't really understand. Sometimes when you win and you win a championship and you're at the top, sometimes it's harder to stay at the top than it is to, like, actually improve at the top. Because it feels like they peaked and they don't really know how to improve past peaking. You know, well, yeah, they, they obviously peaked. Like, again, there was no more improvement with this team. I think it was obvious that they hit a ceiling and they're just losing now because the rest of the teams are getting better. Like, they did hit a ceiling. There was no improvement really besides, uh, K for Polo. What's up, man? Uh, TSM is already doomed. Yeah. Well, TSM was doomed when this, when the split started. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> so that's my thing with the 100 Thieves guys is. I don't know. There's so many issues with the 100 Thieves. Macro, um, if they're not ahead, they look like lost chickens on the fucking... Their heads are just the headless chickens. That's what they are. If they're not ahead. They're headless chickens. They, there, there was the game against Team Liquid this past week where like, they were able to turn around some fights because of Team Liquid's over-aggression. But other than that, like, the league is just so bad right now they're just scraping yeah. by because they have just better players. Mm-hmm. And now I will say sad. There is an asterisk to this uh, because Santorin is playing on a Mason team, so you can't praise him too much, even though he's having one of the best years right he's now. Had a pretty good and, year, honestly. And Blab Blabber had a rough like first half of the split a bit, made a lot of imp plays, and um, mm-hmm. Inspired hasn't been the same with uh, after Lockin. So it is a bit an a- of an asterisk to this since like. The older junglers right now are like kind of good, but not excellent or anything right now. But I would say that the, at least the one bright spot is closer. I would still say is the best jungler right now. Flight quest. My opinion for flight quest. Um, actually, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Tukui. I think he's been at least top three mid this split. Jose Diodo has been a massive improvement over what his gameplay was last year. His gameplay last year was atrocious. But this year, Jose Diodo looks like a top four, top five jungler in the LCS. Kumo is just a serviceable rock top laner. And Johnson yeah, and Afro bot lane is solid. Yeah. 
Yeah, like they have a solid team. Like on any given day, FlyQuest probably should be like the fourth or fifth best team. But right now they're in third because, well, 100 Thieves and EG are like, yeah, we'll just start yeah. fucking sucking. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not, still not a huge fan of Johnson, but he has that chemistry, I guess, with Afromu. If but... he's with Afromu, he plays a lot better. If he's not with yeah, Afromu, he just, just looks very average. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think he's that good, though. I think it's just <laughs> the rest of the team around him and that chemistry. Mainly, I think there are still way better ADCs than him right now. So he's like mm-hmm. honestly like the sixth or seventh. Mm-hmm. For FlyQuest, I think they have a good all around roster for what they need. They have a few really good performers in Jose Diodo, Takuli, and Afro. And you have your Rock ADC and Johnson, and you have your Rock top laner Akumo. They have a good all around team. It, it makes sense why they're in like third place, but. If 100 Thieves and EG, with their better players, at least somewhat decently improve, they could probably take out FlyQuest for third place. But right now, FlyQuest, I'll have to say, they're the third best team in the LCS, which is crazy. You know, because a lot of people also bring up this argument, too. Like, a lot of people just tend to be disillusioned when the best players play bad. I don't think it's that. It's like you can see it in the server. These players are a bit better, but they're just underperforming. That could be a thing, too. For Team Liquid, Team Liquid, they had that really close game against Immortals where just by the skin of their teeth, they were able to stave off Immortals, but they managed to win it. I know people were like a flaming Bweepo for the Shavana pick. Like, this is my thing, guys, is I'm, I I wouldn't flame a player overall for a pick. It's about how well you play that pick is the thing. The pick itself makes sense in isolation for what they want. The issue here is... Are they playing bad on said pick? That is what people should be focused on, you know? Because when players try to play these off picks, like fucking Riven, Shivana, Yorick, or whatever fucking champion you're playing in any lane, a lot of people just flame the pick rather than actually flaming the gameplay itself. Because when you're flaming the pick, you're like thinking, going to yourself, the pick could be played good. It all depends on who's actually playing it and versus the gameplay of the pick. The Shivana pick made sense because he actually did very well in the 1v1s against a lot of people. Just the overall gameplay was lacking. I don't think the pick is the problem. People are criticizing the wrong thing. It's the gameplay that is making it look worse when it comes to picks like that. Because anytime you pick something off meta, what really makes people flame you is the pick itself, which is the wrong mentality. It's the gameplay of the pick that should be actually flamed. I think Team Liquid are... At easily the best team or the second best team in the league next to Cloud9. I think Santorin's having a great split. Bjergsen is playing more of a supportive style, but it makes sense why he would play more of a supportive style because it, it's been a very long time since he can kind of just like sit there and yeah. cruise because he's been carrying TSM for like literal years. So it's, this is like the first roster he's ever had where it's like he doesn't have to be the star, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Bweepo's performing very well. Santorin's performing very well. Hotsama and Core JJ are performing exceptionally well. You know, like, yeah. Hotsama's like, what, the I, best ADC I wasn't in the a league? fan of I wasn't a fan of Ayla and Lock-In when people were hyping him up. I thought he was overrated as fuck. Wasn't playing really good. But honestly, though, in the regular season, I, I was actually pretty impressed with him. I was pretty impressed like, with his gameplay, actually. Yeah, I, he should be on a team right now. He can go to TSM, right? <laughs> Yeah, him and Isles, uh, they should just replace uh they should just replace Destiny and Shenny right oh now. <laughs> so for Cloud9, as you guys know, uh Summit, what can you say more about this guy? This guy's just 
insane. Best top laner in the league. Uh, my front runner right now for MVP outside of him. There's just like Han Sama and a few other players right there. Yeah. Like, like well, so for, by the way, my- speaking of MVP though, I just had to mention in the EU yeah. league, when we're talking about MVP, we completely missed one person upset uh, and also be- upset. And because he also broke the record for the least amount of deaths in the split. He played good. Upset has played fantastic for yeah. EU. But anyway, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, Summit. and But then there's also Blabber, who's like, I, again, he would not be at all. Unless, he, he would have to win at least. For like, me personally, two... he would have to play as good as he did this week for the rest of the weeks to fry. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, he would have to win at least two more player of the weeks to actually win MVP. Like, he shouldn't <laughs> be in the conversation right now. It should be Summit and... uh then I was, Berserker? Uh, I wouldn't... If, if, it was like if you don't the count first, the first two weeks, Berserker has played really well, honestly. Wait, what, what do you mean? Even the first two weeks he played really he well? He had the one each... Like, okay, so there was a few weeks, I can't remember, it was like maybe week three or four where he played not so good, but he's been pretty no, good it, overall. It was, the week, it was the week after LS left that week, but besides that, no, he played he's amazing. Played good. And I, I would say he's definitely either the best or the second best adc right now i just wouldn't put him as mvp because no not mvp like, no 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 because he isn't the main focus i think that, Winsome, say, but... Win winsome is coming more in, into that role player for cloud nine that playmaking support yeah. he's still kind of struggling right now like i like winsome i think he has a huge ceiling i just haven't seen it yet I think he might be one of the players that that could cause. Well, I didn't know about. I didn't know split. about his ceiling. He was a mystery, but because he came from again, it wasn't just like the academy. It was like the amateur in Korea, but he his team did get top two, and he was like mm-hmm. first in like vision and everything. So, but so, um, yeah, that's I mean, my. I'd say he's top three in his role, honestly. I, possibly, I think he's one of the we- he's the weakest of the top three or top four supports in the league. Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen. To be fair, we haven't seen too much out of him, but. You can tell from yeah. how, what he's doing in the game, it's good. He just has well, to get more comfortable. I, I would say game. definitely Vulcan and Core JJ are better. But other than that, honestly, like I, he's looked better than Afromu. He looks better than who he, Not he really. looks better. Yeah, Afromu looks pretty yeah. solid overall. Yes, but yeah, I would say he's on par with Afromu. But I yeah. mean, he played when they like faced each other. He looked better, in my opinion. Come on, dude. Shenny looks so much better than Winsome right oh, now. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but, so I don't know. <laughs> But overall, guys, so my MVP running right now would be Summit, Hansama, Santorin, Buipo's in there. That's pretty much it. Oh, Aphromoo's definitely there. I think Takuli should get some nods for MVP nomination, too. He's been yeah, he's been great for them. Yeah, he shouldn't win now because he's, like, falling off a bit. The team crashed down now. But, uh, but yeah, he definitely should get a lot of noms. But um, I Someday, mean, I know no one's going to bring up Someday, but I, I think Someday has looked good this split. But yeah, MVP whatever. level, not really. A but top laner somewhere. should win this. I'm done with. There hasn't been a top laner yet that won. Well, for it, us, but, me personally, I, I oh, think yes, I yes. But the idiot voters who don't watch the games, MSK. Shit. <laughs> like if a if, top if laner doesn't don't pick, win this year, I'm done. If if Summit doesn't win MVP, but how disgusting this guy has been playing, you people are crackheads. What kind yeah. of games are you watching? Like. Yeah, like, I'd, again, I'd say Bwipo's been more inconsistent. Like, 
Summit has not had some perfect games, sure, but that those games are again when he got camp fifty times. So of course he's gonna <laughs> die. So of course he's gonna die like five or four times. But then <laughs> once he's out of lane and he just literally murders everyone in team fights. I'm sorry, there's no contest. Like the very first game against Golden Guardians, he's literally just like with four men on NAR and just like block them all out and then get in a way or like triple <laughs> killing them. This guy is insane. Like what he doesn't he have, have the most solo kills in top lane for any top lane or league? I, I think he should. So. Like again, Blippo's definitely up there too, but I say Summit's been better. I'm sorry, and Blippo's been a little more inconsistent. He's only inconsistent when he picks those off champions and he tries to do too much though. Yeah, but but it's not I, because yeah. he's truly playing bad. It's just that he gets a little too uh, that's what I'll say. Blippo gets a little too over eager. Summit just is calm level-headed and he knows what to do instantly to win i i like what people yeah. does it's it's well, great whatever team liquid should not have a player win an mvp with their roster right hot was a great dude hot was a fucking amazing all honestly. five of them or five of them are fucking like veteran veterans like legends not, <laughs> who are all playing well right now there shouldn't be one on there that wins mvp that's not the point of mvp summit has a jungler who until last week was inting his ass off, a fucking second year roll swapped mid laner, and and a rookie bot lane. All right, but, but the support that, that still looks decently iffy in yeah, a lot of his engages, yeah, like Berserker and Winsome are rookies, and Blabber's inting his ass off, and Fudge is basically a rookie since you've roll swapped. Compare that to fucking what Team Liquid has. I'm sorry. Just, just experience, championships, worlds, everything you can ask for yeah, on this I'm roster. Sorry, the voters pick fucking unless again, unless Summit plays off and then Whippo starts dicking everyone. If they pick Whippo over Summit, I'm fucking done. These voters, holy fuck! Thank God no, we started doing our own shit because I again, I I'm not being biased. I think Whippo could win it if he I think, played more like, consistent. Here I'll say this: if Whippo wins MVP, I'm not surprised. He's played good. Yeah. It's not like he, they picked a shitty player. And, if FlyQuest got first in the league, I would say Takuli if they get first. I do. I guarantee you players like Takuli, Aphromu, Someday, Closer, they're not going to get looked at. It's just how it works, man. To, to guys, yeah. for me personally right now, I think Summit is the MVP, best top in our league by far. If you, I'm not even trying to sign some dick sucker. He actually is playing insane overall. Yeah. Again, and I now time to look at some with, of these games. Again, like I didn't agree with Blabbers last year. Definitely not. But at the I did same not. time, but that's the same time though. That's because literally Wait, no who did one I pick? Like, deserved it. Literally to no one deserved it. You picked out you, you guys. Are, you you guys are gonna have to go back to my fucking spring split of last year pickings. I forgot who I picked as MVP. No, you picked out Fari. I'm pretty sure. I think I did. No, yeah, but I picked Dardock. He was actually playing really well. Yeah, last year on spring. Dardock yes. played great in spring last year. Yes, and then he found out that Indie Fox got banned from Twitch, and then he like <laughs> turned into the Hulk, and then he got kicked from the team. Dude, uh, I thought Dardock got robbed last year about how well he was playing. Dardock got so it wasn't robbed. even in the conversation. Dude, I was like, "What is guys? I know you don't like his personality, one hundred percent understandable, but his gameplay was insane." The, and it's Dignitas, a, a roster with worse players than they have last year than they have now. Dardock had to work with worse players last year than what they, than what they have now, you know? I was like, okay, th th this is rigged. This mm -hmm. is not even close to – this is not even rigged. I know this is rigged. To not even look yeah. at him is insane. I, I mean, fucking Jose Diodo got fucking first-place jungler votes from all the Latin American fucking voters, so How you, it's like, rigged. Dude, last year – 
I'll, I'll, I'll tell people this. Last year, if you picked Jose Diodo or Dardock, you are not. I don't even want to listen to your league opinion. Don't even talk to me. Yeah. You're actually a crackhead. But yeah. I, again, shit. though, last year, though, there was in spring, there was literally like fucking no one, though, I would have picked. There was no standouts to me because Al- Alfari, honestly, for like one third of his games, he got fucking kicked same in by shit. people like he got the kicked same shit by them. people by people like revenge. <laughs> so and and he and again team liquid, the whole team was good, not just Alfari. So I wouldn't have picked him, honestly, even though he was like the best in the league that year. And Blabber mm-hmm. definitely not, I wouldn't have. So yeah, there really wasn't any like MVP choices in spring 2021. So that's basically why Blabber got it because and that, like, it was they, yeah. because they were basically just voting off of the two best players instead of who deserved MVP because of that. And they were like, oh, I want to pick the native guy to North America. Well, for me personally, like for MVP, just how much Dardock and Afro were doing for that team. I'll, I was going to pick either or. I think I had Afro in a conversation too. Like, I just don't like how people can see raw skill like that and then it also carries the team because mm-hmm. it's one thing to have raw skill but it's one thing to also carry the team with your raw skill like dude without Dardock, they uh, wouldn't have even been in playoffs that's how bad yeah, it was true. for them I, they I were at one dude, remember do you remember at but. one point they were even competing for second place at one point mm-hmm. yeah now without Dardock, that was never gonna happen yeah that i wouldn't guarantee happened, you that but anyway i wouldn't have picked Dar- uh afro Moo though just because uh I really think people like, again. He's a support who does all the little things. He's because he's, you know, right? he's black, right? Great guy to have. Because he's black. What the fuck? <laughs> but no, he can't give the can't give the black guy credit. People Sean. were I, like I over. It. People were overrating him a bit. Like all the casters and analysts, like he would just make a good like support engage and p and they were just, the casters would just for some reason freak out. Oh, give this guy MVP already! Just had the two of them. And I'm just like, shut up. And then they also think, and they also don't realize that, yeah, no, Neo was also just a great ADC that for some reason didn't get a chance until now. It wasn't Afro Moon mentoring him. <laughs> All right, guys. Golden Guardians versus Cloud9. There's not much, much here. Cloud9 just kind of beat the shit out of them. Oh, nice comment, Chaz. TSM needs to get the fuck out of here. Holy shit. Oh, Chaz, are, are you awake later? So, yeah, guys, this game with Cloud9 versus Golden Guardians, uh, Summit versus Licorice in the 1v1, Summit getting the poke off. Licorice kind of flashed in place really weird here. Summit playing off the Meganar really good here as well. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. right here, you'll witness. Okay, so he top. goes in. Yeah. Oh. Hits, misses that. Licorice flashes in place, doesn't reload in time, and gets first-blooded. After that, Licorice yeah, again, is completely Licorice, Licorice played terrible this game, but outside of that, he's played great, but... Um, Blabber actually you know, had, I, I Blabber would say Cloud9 absolutely got kind of draft gapped in this game outside of top lane. Their draft was bad this game. I was like, holy shit, this draft is terrible. How did this even work? Yeah, again, like, Jin, unless you get him ahead early, I'm not the biggest fan of. Or, like, it was amazing at one point, like, when Huan Fen was at Worlds. But now I'm not the biggest fan. There's ADCs that can do exactly that. Uh, I mean, not all of us, I don't mind. But, uh, yeah. Again, I, and I think Hecarim, usually I love Hecarim in any mm-hmm. scenarios, but honestly, I think Hecarim's been a bit overrated this meta outside of certain, like, cases with, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, anyway, continue, sorry. Um. So, yeah, I did agree with Sean. The draft is better on Golden Guardian side, but when you have better players, it doesn't even really matter, essentially. Yeah, That's what matter. sucks about League. Because right here, they, they played this team fight really bad, actually. 
They played this terrible. Like, why, mm-hmm. why, why would they engage into a victor with with gravity field yeah. and it's stun up? What's so, like, your gravity opinion field on Chaos Lost? Storm. He's actually been okay. He's yeah. actually been okay. He's been a he's probably top six ADC. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of these Grace picks. Honestly, I think he's. I think it's an all right pick. I just I, well, no, I think it's a, like I think it's a good pick. I just think there's way better top laners. I think I, I for Grace people top, like wave um, people like wave clearing with him. That's why they keep picking him. Well, Graves top works when you're doing split pushing very well, and I don't think a team like Golden Guardians could really do that to the absolute fullest potential. But then, but then again, they do have a really good early game, so they're factoring in. Okay, if we're going to win early game, the Grace pick is going to do really well, especially does really well in, into Nar when it goes into mini form. But then again, it is Golden Guardians, and that's the thing is with this composition, Golden Guardians have engaged, they have poke, they have Karma speed ups. See, not just have pick potential with Ari and Hecarim engage. That's it. I mean, you have Nautilus yeah, engaged but... too. I, I I just think the tools in Golden Guardians comp is mm-hmm. better. See, I just played it out better. That's all it works. And yeah, you sit clown just beat, <laughs> just beat the shit out of them. The EG game was the one people were like like clowning Summit on, but they literally tried to gank this guy a thousand times. It's like there's nothing they can do about that. Also, Blabber and Fudge having a great week. Blabber and Fudge had the best mid jungle duo week they've had, well, since the year started. Oh, Blabber on this Volley Bear game. Holy fuck. Blabber popped up so hard in this Volley Bear game, and he was going. Bear too. I was like, that's getting all the kills. Yeah, well, because say- this 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 is his kind of champ where he just runs at people and doesn't think just oh like a bear. It's, well, it's either that. Well, it's either yeah. that or you give him Olaf and you can't get Blabber Olaf. Yeah, he just oh. runs at you dead. That's what Blabber <laughs> does. He he doesn't he doesn't think like other junglers. He just runs at you doing whatever. Look how much resources they have to invest into fucking summit top lane. Otherwise, he's just gonna beat the shit out of him. Holy shit, man! God damn. And that's the thing. One of the issues with Cloud9, I wouldn't say, say their bot lane's an issue. It's just an issue they have is they lose a lot of 2v2s very convincingly. Not by at least getting killed. They lose a lot of trades very effectively. That's one of the biggest issues that Cloud9 bot lane has. Yeah. And then Yeah, people were like criticizing Summit this game. Really did. Like, I don't get why people are saying he played bad. He got fucking camped so many times. Like, of course, he's going to die like four times. And, and this did is the you thing. see him afterwards? But- the Cloud9 bot lane were losing the 2v2 with Blabber helping them. I was like, okay, like, sure. So you have the Cloud9 game right here. They do the Realm Warp te- uh, down bot. Yeah, this is where they kill the bot lane. I don't really right think here. they were losing the bot lane much, really. They're, I mean, they, they were losing a lot of a lot of the trades, essentially. Uh, sure, and then Blabber gets like, two kills. Blabber just ran uh, through this I, game. I mean, it's Ezri, the, Ezreal and Karma, though. Good job, Summit. Keep going, man. You got it. You can get him. <laughs> I don't know why Impact just didn't go for that. He easily could have killed him mm-hmm. right there. She, there's no way he was going to have... The, what's the thing she does where she makes herself invulnerable, the W? There's no way he had it up right there. No way. He, yeah, he bluffed yeah, the shit out of him right there. Definitely. But also, yeah, do not give Fudge fucking rise from now on. His best champions is like Fudge and uh, Rise and Ari. Those like his best champions. Yeah, like and RV you can let through. That's fine. It's beatable, but do not give him rise. Holy like, fuck, he's on rise. He just seems like a, like a different player. I'm like, who, I'm looking at a completely different dude uh, on rise. God, it like he does way more damage than he should on rise, like than any others do. Good job, Summit. Keep going, man. You got him. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, yeah, again, he gets camped all the time like this, and people are saying he played bad because of his deaths. Like, of course, he's going to die a bunch. Then did you not look at the rest of the map while they're trying to kill Summit? 
And then did you not say something afterwards in team fights once he's oh. out of lane? Like, Jesus, fuck. Later on during the game, C9 definitely come through. Uh, Summit is actually very useful in team fights. Next game is TSM versus Golden Guardians. The match of the week right here, baby. The match of the fucking week right here. No, the match this of the is... week was the game before this one with them. Where, you know, that was a banger. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go to bad bathroom. Just keep talking. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is the sequel to the game that was... Uh, I mean, the match of the week doesn't have to mean quality. And honestly, uh, the, the last game with uh, TSM versus GG, I mean was uh, as back as forth in a bad way that you can get, though. So I would say it actually was unironically one of the matches of the week in that way. But, I mean, so the sequel to the, uh, like, shittiest LCS game so far. Uh, yep, there's a tactical, uh, almost getting dicked in lane, but then Ole decided to end because he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm bored of league now. I want to go back to like fucking what, what whatever he was doing in Korea. So he decides to end and get tactical kill. Oh, remember remember when TSM were playing up against FlyQuest and uh Tukuli picked Syndra and Tactical was actually uh escaping mm -hmm. it and he ran back in to get killed. I was like, oh my god, this yeah. guy's brain's and fried. Then there's uh takeover fucking dick and everyone <laughs> this game, fucking amazing. Like how demoralizing is it for Golden Guardians to fucking lose to fucking TSM, man? TSM were what in nine? I mean, takeover is just that good, man. Okay, okay, Sean. That's too much. I, I told you, listen, he had this potential. He, he didn't live up to it, like, in lock-in or anything, but he has this, like, yeah, this is his ceiling. He can be really this good. Oh, Lord. That's why oh, they, that's why they didn't fucking, that's why they didn't just release Sword. Who they were trying to build up. So right here, like, a lot of people were talking about this right here. So the Corky package, a lot of people didn't know it could actually move you over that wall. I didn't know that either. I was like, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that, honestly. Yeah, but it didn't matter because, you know, sometimes in League you can have, like, the best engages ever. But, you know, if you're just in on the right place, of the you know, in the right map, time. then... Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, TSM... It's hard to say if they had a good game or did Golden Guardians just completely flub every single bit of their engages. I think, I think it's a bit of both, but I mean, definitely like, look at that. Not, but... It moved them over and then he misses the rocket because of it. All the damage the rocket could have did, yeah. the Corky package moved them. That's just so unlucky. Good job, Spica. Good job, man. Nice job. Good job, Shenny. Yeah. I, I <laughs> good job, Look, I dude, think TSM, for the most they're... part, did have a good game, though. But like, how, they won a team fight like that, and speakers like, you know what? I'll, I'll just, I'll just give up the I'll lead. Just run in there and yeah. die. Hell yeah, man! Again, they definitely weren't playing great or anything, and you know this. I mean, like, it's on a high, you know, bar to like. How do I say? Uh, you know, after how TSM like played before, <laughs> it's not hard to look then good. True. But um, but I I do think they were genuinely good despite their mistakes. But it it was also Golden Guardians just not doing that well today. Golden again, besides Price Stalker, again I think Price Stalker has honestly been like a maybe like the number fourth best jungler so far. He's looked pretty solid. Like yeah, like Golden I, I Guardians think have bad players essentially. Yeah. They just played like, bad. At first, I thought Pride Stalker was gonna rely too much on like wild picks like Zed, but he's proven otherwise a bit now. Why would you fire your oh. rocket? Look at that! 
Like, it's although, just... please do not pit, put him on Lee Sin ever again. As Lee Sin isn't very good. He like, he, like you see all, every like almost every link Lee Sin in the game do these mm-hmm. crazy plays. Uh, Pride Stalker literally just doesn't do any of it. <laughs> do, do not put him on this champ again. Like, dude, I just don't get it when it comes to some of the gameplay like they're, they're gonna make engages like that win it then they start 50 50 the baron why would they go over the wall right then with the baron's not even fucking halfway done he leaps licorice is chunked out he's about to die they have to peel off the baron because it's now it's also not regenerating they're now chunked out somehow they can turn the team fight around and then also you have right there where just goes into zonyas they're all chunked out from the baron and then they now just get all fucking killed what the fuck is going on with golden guardians is macro decisions who are making these calls? This oh, is fucking look, terrible. Here comes takeover. Let's go, baby. Oh, yeah. There you go. They could poke him out right now. They could actually scare and poke him. And that's what they do. That's wow. a good thing. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. After I saw that, I was like, Golden Gardens, you were playing so bad. Like, holy shit. Last time, the reason why TSM yeah. lost was because they had Kiyodo. Now, they won because they had fucking takeover. Hell, yeah. Yeah, but I told you there's use it. There's like a how do I say like a tradition for some reason or like a well not a tradition. <laughs> what do you call it? Like a habit or like something that repeats itself, whatever. And like when it comes to like LCS, where whenever like a team subs in a new player for like two games in a week, they it, most of the time if you look at the record, they usually go like one and one. If yeah, you look at a tissue, a nice when refresher. You, <laughs> It's always good for teams that are losing. You get a new player in, you trying to Yeah, and they usually well go one and one. In. They don't they don't yeah. play good, but they go one and one. Like you've seen it so many TSM times. Win this game. And now we have what should have been match of the week. Team Liquid versus the Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves decide to themselves, you know what? Let's just lose. Abadage uh getting camped early on. He just got camped consistently. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good strategy if I always played, yeah. Yeah, and you tilt him, you put him behind. I like the strategy. I like it. This guy Overall. called himself the best mid laner at the start of lock-in. I just want you to remember that. <laughs> Let's let that sink in. So he's like, you know what? They literally just ganked me right then and there. One, like not even a minute later, he gets killed again in the exact same spot. Yeah, it's no like, yeah, they won't, they won't do it again. They won't do it again. <laughs> so right here is when 100 Thieves kind of take the game back. So what was the dog game doing there? So right there, someday gets yeah he did they chunk out Beerson. I don't know how Beerson ends up right there, but somehow he did. He ends up getting killed. They use the chaos storm oh. to obviously chunk them away, and then they peel off this fight. Yeah, okay. There's one more fight after this where they come back into the <sighs> Good game. Good job, Abadon. Okay, good job. I don't know how Beerson got into that position at all because he. I was like Beerson, what are you doing? Like that's just a horrible positioning. Yes, and I mean, right he's here been doing this whole season. He's just he, he's not getting punished for it at all. Yeah, he's just a decent weak side guy. He's not even, like, doing much. He's just, like, he, like, barely survives and then just stays in the back while the rest of his team then, like, wins team fights. That's what he's been doing. And yeah, he, he might be out. the best. And yeah, he might be the best mid laner because they're That's that bad this year. That's how terrible this fucking league is right now. Holy yep. shit. So right there, as you guys saw, they end up uh, diving the bot lane once again. They kill who he. A lot of the Hunter Thieves decisions, like, in, in this game, I'll say this. In this game, they at least try to do something you know like they were trying to make proactive moves around the map i was just super sick of seeing abadage on ari he seems just so lackluster on that pick or good on that pick depending on which mid laner he's playing against you know but on rise uh yeah it's right here in, the, in this team fight so 
Team Liquid try challenging 100 Thieves, right? And then Core JJ engages onto who he right there. And then they knock him up. Depth charge right there. Who he leaps on to Hansama. Hansama's kind of chunked out. They put him into a spot where, you know, he can't really dish out all damage. Yeah. Right here, Closer jumps in. He jumps out right there. Someday just dives the back line. But after that, Someday kills Hansama. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yes, this is where they actually may make a decent comeback. But they throw every bit of it away after this. Abadage yeah. popping off. Yeah. yeah honestly, Good job. I... <laughs> think some NA teams should like try putting Corky in other roles right now. Corky Honestly, top lane? I, that, well, that I was going to say that, but I don't think Bwipa or uh, or Impact so, sorry, or uh, or Someday would be a very good Corky or Impact, mm-hmm. so not dumb, but maybe, honestly, I think Corky ADC could have maybe been a good strat this game with so- how the team fights looked. Who he got caught out once again, Santorin leaping onto them. Santorin ends up dying even though who he made a bad decision right there and they still managed to kite them out fbi getting yeah. hooked caught oh god it just all ends bad for a hundred bees uh, man what hey well dog you got a kill that's all that matters i don't know how that was a fucking shutdown but okay <laughs> fbi he had fbi actually played well the whole game but got caught up that one time and then oh, that, that that was actually amazing right there that was actually good that body slam flash cast that was great right there that was awesome yeah, if only if only he did that more often instead of just like once a game then after this, they get Baron. I'm pretty sure they, they get Baron after this, or they set up Vision for it right after this. Yep, they get Baron after this, or they try to at least poke them off Baron. Good job, Realm Warping, and good job, Abadage, using it for no reason. Good job, dude. You're the nice. best. <laughs> Core JJ's like, you know what? I'll just hook this guy. He just closer just leaps into a Nautilus with Hook right next to him, knowing he can leap out. But then is like, wait a minute. I can't live? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not a rice? <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm not a fucking uh, Lee Sin. I can't just leap out. And the reason why he didn't get a chance to save himself, guys, is because he used his Realm Warp earlier on. Good job. Good job. Abadage and Someday go after Buipo. Uh Buipo had a interesting set of games this week. He was really impactful, but still got caught out in side lanes, which is still odd, considering how well he's played. But, you know... Uh, they get this tower right here, and then after that, they have this really interesting team fight. So right here, after this team fight, they pretty much lose, lose the game. So starts right right here. Okay, so randomly FBI just uses his rocket right right here. I'm like, what the flying fuck? What what level of crack is FBI on? Why in the world does he just use his alt to just vision? I don't I don't fucking know. Right here, I want I want you guys to see how horrible. This play is right here. No one sees no one uses his alt, misses completely, no damage dealt. Then right there, who he gets killed. TP comes in. Someday is in the back line trying to flank. Right after that, Colter can't do anything. Who's who's gonna kick in front of his teammates? If he I mean, does I, that, they'll I think just that's die. a great strategy, man. Alt for no reason into the fog of war. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get back into the game. <laughs> Uh, let's go someday. Yes, you knew your alt was about to expire, but let's go. Hell yeah. Good job, Abadag. Oh, he, he threw so- his overload wide. Did you see how he threw that his overload wide? He would have did way, way more damage there. But then they yeah, killed Abadag after this. Nice job loads. almost killing yourself someday. You know, <laughs> even though you're a trend so you could have just run away from behind. But <laughs> Holy 
shit. No. Santorin right here <laughs> leaps onto who he Abadag is on the back line. He scares off FBI. Nice. FBI can't do anything right there because there's three people ready to engage on him. A Xinjiao, a Nautilus, right there some days just trying to 1v3, three players, loses, and then gets uh, killed. That's all their damage. And then it's wh over, wh right? Why would he? That's not how you play Trendemir. Holy fuck. <laughs> this chap has been so broken and some days making it look fucking bad. <laughs> the team fighting decisions from 100 Thieves, man, were just so bad. It's like they could have probably won this game, but they like, just not how OP decisions. this fucking champ is, by the way. I like, these, so many players played as Trendemir so fucking poorly, and yet every day game they end with, like, 6-1-8 and eight in their <laughs> loss. And this was, dude, this was somebody's best champion, which is Trendemir. He's played really well in this pick. I don't know what was going on this game. He wasn't really split-pushing. He wasn't really impacting the map as well as he could have. Like, he got side lane kills, but he wasn't really impacting the map the way we know he could do on this pick. I don't know what was going on, man. Like I just oh, good job. Good, good job, Huhi. Good job, Huhi. Oh, yeah, good, good job, job, FBI. Waste your alt again. Good job, FBI. Yeah. That's really great, man. Holy yeah. shit. After that, don't, don't try to chase someone fight. or anything. <laughs> yeah, just let <laughs> don't try just to give me Baron buffs. <laughs> like the game just feels really rough for 100 Thieves. I don't know what they're gonna be doing to fix this. Well, listen, Abadage had a good game today. Why would they right? run warp into that? <laughs> he gave that, up. That was a it's... great play. Nice okay, job. so right here. Okay, someday. Okay, yeah, he rubbed. Oh, Lord, Abadage, what are you doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's all bad. It's a great game. It's all bad. Abadage. Listen, he, he only died eight times, all right? That's this is not the bad. Guy, Abadage is a guy who got ganked. Put behind, got a triple kill at some point, got three kills, and still managed to throw it away. He literally entered right there. Why would he throw his support? What? what is, look at how horrible this is because he he rumbles the support into the Jin, into the Victor, Jinjo, and the Nautilus. Yeah, Abba Doggy, what are you doing? Why? Wait, what do you mean? That's a good play. What are you talking about? Oh my brain! In a so old. Everybody Lord. knows Nautilus and Jin Zhao with all are very easy to kill. It's a good play. <laughs> Fact of the sin, people. That team won last summer split, which I said they were the best team last split, but they've completely regressed since then. Well, if Cloud they've... Nine uh, beat Team Liquid. Sorry, no, if Cloud Nine. Sorry, wait. What? What I was saying. Sorry, sorry. No, it, it wasn't Cloud Nine. What was I saying? Um, we play it back. We play it back. You almost got oh, it. Right, right, right. Sorry, I was gonna say if. Team Liquid didn't beat 100 Thieves the first time around, and they, you know, went the same route 100 Thieves did, then I think they would have won instead. I honestly think, but... Team Liquid just... You you could say they choked, but 100 Thieves really did gap them the last series around. I think Team Liquid doesn't benefit as much from, like, time off this roster. From, like, getting advanced seeds or whatever, in my opinion, that the... but... But guys, that's it for the LCS 2022 Spring Split Week 5. Yeah, well, now we well listen, he played a good game, all right? He only died eight times, all right? If you good. compare that if you compare that to Keep's game on, like, Tom Kench when he rolls swats of support, then it's pretty good. Match of the week, baby. All right, so what are some match of the weeks here? Oh, Team Liquid taking on Evil Geniuses. That's a pretty good one right there. Team Liquid versus yeah. Cloud9, obviously. <laughs> Uh, FlyQuest versus 100 Thieves? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. 
for Saturday, the best games are Team Liquid versus EG and Golden Guardians versus the 100 Thieves could be really in- interesting. Honestly, right now, both teams are struggling. Uh, 100 Thieves 1-1, one one, Golden Guardians 0-2 could be something really good. Honestly, it just depends on yeah. how they play out. But yeah, the best game on Saturday is TL versus EG. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Sunday yeah. is TL versus C9 and FlyQuest versus 100 Thieves, I'll say, is a game to look out for. Not for quality. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, so those four, definitely, but you're forgetting one. CLG versus FlyQuest, <laughs> man. Quality. No, you're forgetting uh, fucking TSM IMT versus Dignitas. TSM versus Dignitas is going to be a banger. What are you talking about? El Asico. I can't wait to see those two star mid laners battle each other. All right, guys. Time for predictions, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, also, I want to tell you guys something before we end the show, which we after this. All right, I'll choose FlyQuest, 100 Thieves, Team Liquid, Dignitas, Cloud9, FlyQuest, Cloud9, EG, IMT, and Golden Guardians. Okay, so... Yeah, I'll say FlyQuest. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go with FlyQuest. 100 Thieves. Team Liquid. Dignitas. I think Blue's going to stomp, take over, and ruin everything I said. And uh, Cloud9. And then uh, we'll go... Uh, this one's tough. Ah, uh, fuck. We'll just say 100 Thieves. I think they'll make a bit of a comeback. And then uh, let's go with, I'll say Team Liquid, and I'll say that Cloud9 ints again, and that's, again, the only reason they lose. Uh, and I'll say Evil Geniuses, but I think it will be a close game. Uh, then... Let's go with Immortals, and then I'll say CLG. All right, guys, that's it. You have Team Liquid taking on Cloud9 for the match of the week. Can Cloud9 get the revenge against Team Liquid? They played a really close game the last time around. That was even when Cloud9 had LS, and it looked pretty close. Cloud9 made decent, really crucial mistakes and gave Team Liquid the win. This time around, can Team Liquid... uh, Maybe improve on what they didn't improve on last time. And can Cloud9 get their revenge against Team Liquid? But this is the problem no, here. Because Blabber's going to like say to force a fight after getting Baron and then they'll lose. The thing here, dude, is if Team Liquid beat Cloud9, they automatically can't be first place because they had to have a Team Liquid. Well, um, unless Team Liquid favor. loses a bunch, but. Yeah, unless Team Liquid loses like a bunch of games. If TL win this game, C9 pretty much can't compete for first with them. But if C9 win, they're still in the running to compete with first place. So this is a game Cloud9 has to win, essentially. To they least... should have won the last game. <laughs> it was hell. really close. That was a close game last time around, man. I'm looking forward to this game, guys. But yeah, um, updates on the LEC. So guys, I kind of fell behind some of the LEC games for Week 7 and Week 8 of the LEC 2022 Spring Split. I'm catching up right now. We will have a bonus Cloud9 podcast later on during the week. 
the LEC right now is taking a break so we, so we can have that bonus episode. And then before the playoffs come around, we can have it where we talk about our L, our LEC 2022 spring split MVP, MIP, and all pro team. Uh, yeah, so that, we'll that's do our tier list. I did the one tier list. There was a teaser of what to expect. Because I'm going to do the pro teams and everything, but I'm also going to do a tier list of all 50 players on <laughs> both EU and NA. Hi, witless mean. Stop putting any players on rise. I stopped I mean, putting them on Ari. I, I, I mean, Ari. Yes, be- I'd say <laughs> Ari. My opinion, Ari. But I mean, but... uh, well, I mean, technically, it's like EU and Australian players. Mostly. TSM is free. K for Polo. That 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 is definitely true. But yes, um, the LEC. Don't worry, guys. We're not forgetting forgetting about the LEC. We're still doing it. It's just going to be in another episode where we'll talk about week seven and week eight's games together. Then we'll talk about the LEC as a whole for the season wrap up for the regular season. Then before playoffs, we will have another LEC dedicated episode for the all pro team, MIP, MVP, and predicting the playoffs first round. So we'll do what we're doing here for week seven and week eight, wrap it up for the LEC 2022 spring split. Stop it there. Next time around. All pro team MVP, and then we'll do predictions for the LCS. This will keep continuing the same way until you know the regular season is over. When the playoffs come back for the LEC, if the LCS is still going, we'll just merge them in together again because I like to keep them all merged together that we can talk about everything all at once rather than doing it, you know, fucking separate. It's only separate when seasons begin and seasons end for the Cloud Nine podcast. Just make sure you guys know what's going on. So we'll have. A bonus Cloud9 podcast episode coming up later on this week, covering the last few weeks of the LEC gameplay, then talking about the teams overall as a whole. And then when it comes to uh, the week before LEC returns, we'll do another separate episode for um, the All-Pro MVP and predicting the playoff matches. But when the playoff matches start for the LEC, we're going to combine them with the LCS stuff because it's a lot more easier then. So yeah, pretty much two separate Cloud9 podcast episodes dedicated to the LEC and still the same uh stuff you see with the lcs here uh but yeah that's pretty much it sorry guys i had to push this back a little bit i was just not feeling well um this past week you know i just had a really rough week but your boy's trying you know um i had a really rough week i was just feeling bad you know uh not like it's more it's, it's more physically not mentally it was still more physically uh honestly physically i, I was just not feeling very well i'm better now and I'm all more rested now, mentally wise, so I can um, start doing a lot more. Uh, you know, just we'll have podcasts every every single week. There's unless news comes out where uh, we have a roster shift. I know I missed the one with the TSM roster shift, but let's be honest, that roster shift it doesn't mean shit with TSM because they're just fucking bad, you know. So that's just how I personally think. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for two separate Clown and Podcast episodes on the LEC. One of them coming up this week, and we'll have our regular LCS episode of the Clonet Podcast after the LCS 2022 Spring Split Week 6. Two more weeks up after that. But yeah, it's a good thing because grinding league and watching it and binging all these matches is it's tough. But, you know, I was feeling down and not 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 down like I was sad, like but I was just feeling just physically tired. Not because I'm burnt out. It's just work kills me sometimes, you know, so and it's also nice to have fans again. That's also a good thing. But if you guys want to support my main YouTube channel, links in the description box below to subscribe. If you watch this on the replay, just make sure you subscribe. 
comment down below. And yeah, anything else you want to say, Sean, before you close this out, actually? Uh, anything else I want to say? Uh, You're a huge TSM fan? Oh, yeah, totally. But um, fuck, I don't really... There was something I was going to, like, mention. I forgot about it, so whatever. But um, uh, I will say that um, if you are at all interested in watching, like, any minor regions right now to check out, um, I would say to probably check out, honestly, the Brazilian League right now has actually been really interesting. So uh, and has a lot of storylines going on. So I'd actually say to go check that out right now. But I mean, for level of play, like the best level of play out of the minor regions right now, I would say uh, probably Turkey. So yeah, that that that's all. Since we don't actually talk about any minor regions here. Um, if you guys want to see quality League of Legends best of three, watch World Elite versus IG. That's that's quality right there. That is, that's. Well, listen, it's supposed to be, like, a secret. We're not allowed to, like, show them the peak, what peak League of Legends is like. <laughs> and it comes from IG in World Elite. <laughs> yes, that that ribbon game was just a master class of how to play that champion. When I saw I got, him I, headbutt the Aphelios away <laughs> so they didn't kill him, I was like, this guy just mentally gave up in his brain. Yeah, well, well listen, uh, I mean, I'll tell you a little secret. It actually wasn't him playing, it was Viper. Holy shit on a fucking biscuit. But yeah, it was nice to have Warren back. Warren will probably be mostly back for the LEC episodes because he says he's not really watching the LCS right now because the gameplay is just too bad, honestly, which is very understandable. I can't really fault him, but, you know, we watch this stuff all way year round. You know, I, I have to grind the LCK so hard uh, when this is over. I'll be able to watch playoffs more easily overall. But yeah, I've been watching LPL at least. LCK has been hard to watch in these last past couple of years because it not being on YouTube means I have to go to Twitch to watch it or I just watch it on VODs. So that's essentially what it all means. Chocobots yeah. is cute. Damn, Janet is so cute. Uh, okay then, fuck. Well, guys, that's it. See you next week. As you guys know, the Clannet Podcast is every week, primarily on Wednesday. Uh, but if not, we'll have it on Thursday. See you guys later. Like, comment, and subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. I'm the Nightwing, and Way of Life Esports is signing out, guys. Peace. Have a good day. See you guys later. I'm out this thing. Peace.